call for us. And so thank you, Joey, so much for being here. Uh, and hello to everyone in the group. I'm so excited that you get to meet Joey today. Uh, like I told you about when I met Joey, I knew that she had to be here with all of you because she has so much knowledge and wisdom. And I especially loved when I talked to you last about diving in the pain in order to release and self-compassion and balance and bringing that into the food and being present. And oh, you just hold so much wisdom. So I'm so excited about this. So welcome, Joey. Uh, she is a vestibular audiologist, quite a big word, two words. Uh, and so I'd love to hear a little bit about exactly what that means, Joey, if you would share with us. Yeah, great. So nice to be here and hello to everybody who's listening to the call. So a vestibular audiologist, I specialize in the inner ears. So, you know, we have our eyes for seeing and our ears for hearing. And beside the hearing organ, which is the cochlea, there is actually the vestibular organs. And they sit beside hearing and they're specifically for balance. And mm. they collect different rotations and tilts and accelerations. So they're quite mechanical. Mm. Um, super fascinating. I love I loved studying them. And that's really how I chose to specialize in the field of vertigo, dizziness, balance, and also tinnitus. So ringing or um, noises that people hear in their head, in their body, in their ears. They're mm. coming from the inner ear pathways. And so as a vestibular audiologist, I help people understand what the mechanics are in their body and how the ears are communicating to the brain and the spinal cord. And when things are not working well, how we can realign them and make them more efficient so people can feel good again. So large part of neuroplasticity. Yeah, that's amazing. And such a specialty because there's not a lot of people that do what you do. And I think you are, if it, tell me if I'm correct, you're the only one in that, uh, in Australia that's really doing this right now. That's yeah. doing this sort of I'm the, I'm the only one in Australia who's, who's taken on this specialty of re the recovery process. Most audiologists choose to specialize in diagnosis. So they're looking at mm. is there present or absent function and then they send people home. So I've, I've taken up that going home bit and saying, okay, what can we do to improve your quality of life? Oh, which is so great because I know whether it's with this or with something else, and especially like I've gone through it myself, is just when you get a diagnosis and that's kind of mm -hmm. all you get, it's either like pen, pain medication, but you're never really told like, well, how do I get to the root of what's going on and how can I recover naturally from it? And I think yeah. that's such a gift. Yeah. And, you know, I think the doctors do a really great job and many doctors will say to my clients, you know, just go home and don't worry about it. Like wait for the body to heal itself. Mm. You know, we can't predict the future. Don't worry about it. And so then the client's like freaking out. They said, don't worry about it. But I feel like there's a storm in my head and it's noisy and it's horrible. And I, you know, mm -hmm. I can't go to work. I can't drive. I can't enjoy parties or dinners anymore. So they're stuck in this horrible space. Yeah. And I essentially teach them the how. How do you not worry about it? And I give them that step-by-step -step process to listening to the body, leaning in, practicing self-kindness and creating mm. the repair process rather than fighting the repair process or struggling oh. with it. So that's oh. key. That is so key. And <clears throat> especially, and I used to have vertigo too. I used to get really dizzy. <laughs> and once in a while, I still get it. So uh, it oh, actually wow. it happened earlier today. And I was like, I wonder if that, and it's it was fine. so interesting. I was like, well, I'm talking to Joey today. So this is really exciting for me personally. And I think 
too, with what you have to say, is it, like I said, doesn't just go with vertigo and, um, you know, dizziness, the ringing in the ears and everything like that. It goes for anything because when we fight against something, it just creates more resistance. And why not lean into it and figure out how to let it go? So if you could tell me a little bit about that process, a little bit more that you walk people through, I'm sure everyone here would love to hear about it. Yeah. Well, I guess the number one thing is having that question for yourself. It's, do Mm. I believe that my body is intelligent? Mm. And, you know, just think about it. Do you have to tell your heart to beat? Do you have to tell your lungs to capture oxygen? Do you have to tell your liver what to do? Or is Mm. it innately and inherently just doing it automatically? So do I believe there's intelligence in my body? And the next question would be, when my body gives me signs, whether it be that you're hungry or whether it be that you need to go to the toilet or whether it be that you've got a gut ache or you've got, you know, tension in your jaw or ringing in your ears or dizziness, what is that body signal telling me? What's the message there? So Mm. trusting that it's purposeful, it's meaningful, it's deliberate and it's allowed to be there. So it's this concept of rather than saying, no, I should be healthy and perfect all the time and my body shouldn't do this, we shift Mm -hmm. into, okay, well, it's happening, it's real, it is, Mm -hmm. I can feel it and notice it, I'm not crazy. So if I really lean in and study this and sit with it and open up to the underlying message, how do I then relate to it? How do I change my behaviours? How do I Mm. listen to the message and follow through? Yeah. And that's such a key part because it's like, well, I'm supposed to be healthy. I'm supposed to feel this way. And then when we get this sign or symptom or whatever is coming up, we want to push it back down. That I find that that tends to be a reaction. Mm. And I know I personally used to do that up until the time when I started asking the question, why is it really happening? And mm-hmm. you really have to unearth it and say, okay, I'm willing to sit with this mm-hmm. and explore it because otherwise the more you push it down, the more it's going to come right back up for sure. Exactly. So what we see is that, you know, if, if people can listen to it and give it patience and kindness and it sort of sits in that wisdom space, with mm. vertigo and tinnitus, it will often resolve within six weeks, just mm. naturally and spontaneously. That's incredible. Yeah, you know, the ears are amazing. They're, they're so fascinating. Um, but people who sort of push through and ignore it and deny it and hate uh. it, and struggle with it and medicate it and you know they're not sleeping well and the anxiety builds up and then they worry about the worry about the worry about the worry and they end up in a a, a very understandable and in some cases a normal cycle of sort of dizzy anxious anxious mm-hmm. dizzy, dizzy anxious uh-huh. these are the people who end up building neural patterns of dizziness so they're actually creating a sort of a repeated dizzy cycle that's not shifting into repair. And it's, it's not their fault, of course. It's just it's a lack of education. It's a lack of support. Mm. And it's, it's a really horrible place to be, actually. So that's, they're mm. the people who end up coming to me and I give them that gentle one-on-one support and we journey through mm. the process. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's, it's, yeah, and that's so much more nourishing than the push, push, push. And I think that's what we're really told to do is just push through, push it back down, and then it is like it. get on yeah. with life. And look, you know, I, I always say to my clients, that's worth trying. You know, try and push through it. Try and get on with life. See how it goes. If it works, great. Mm. If it doesn't work, yeah. we need a plan B. Mm. So 
So just really opening up the conversation of exploring what works for you and never fall into the trap of comparing yourself to someone else. Your body is telling you is 100% unique. I've seen thousands of clients and no two people are ever the same. Mm. Yeah, no two bodies are alike. That's so true. And I think that goes when you even look at our shapes, our sizes, um, you know, and comparing. It's, it, it's never a good thing. And if ever I catch myself doing it, then what does it do? It creates more pain, more suffering, and it just really kind of keeps that cycle going. And it's just like that never-ending loop. Yes. Yeah. And so that's yeah. so amazing, especially like six weeks to hear like that is so amazing to me. And, um, like a miracle worker you are really, but it's not just a miracle. You're just really using to be with your body. It's self-compassion and it's Mm -hmm. love is really what it sounds like the base of your, your teaching and your coaching really is. Well, yeah, I guess it's a lot of a neuroeducation. So helping people understand that physiology, the neuroplasticity, Mm. how the neurons from your inner ears to your brain and your spinal cord are lining Mm -hmm. up and resetting. Mm. And so you can actually have perfect inner ear function and we can do all the tests and everything's normal. And this is so frustrating for people. Mm. They're like, yes. why the hell do I feel drunk all the time? Why do I feel dizzy? Why do I feel unstable? And all mm-hmm. the tests are normal and they're just like <laughs> gutted. But what can happen is you're getting beautiful information collected in the ears and then mm. it's traveling into that midbrain and that's what's like a filter. And sometimes we describe it as a bouncer at a nightclub. So it's job is to make sure people are, you know, at the right age, that they're not intoxicated and that the nightclubs are already full. And, you know, Mm. they need to appropriately let people in or out based on their rules. And so if balance information is going into the brain filter and that balance filter is out of whack, out of sync and dysfunctional, then Mm. even though your ears are perfect, you're going to feel dizzy because the actual information is not being appropriately funneled. Mm. And so that's the process there that we need to reset and retrain and rewire. And that happens, of course, supported by a lot of pausing, a lot of self-compassion and a lot of, um, you know, exploring various options. There's literally hundreds of exercises and things you can try. We need to find the right ones. Mm. Yeah, I think that that's pretty incredible because this is not something you learn in in school or you really hear very much about like and so this is what makes you so unique i think and also too with i think when it comes to tests i myself have had a lot of tests before and oftentimes when it comes to the body like there's oh it's not on the test so it's not real going back to that same thing is it it's not real it's in your head you know i totally you, disagree with so yeah. coming from the science there's only so much we can test and so mm-hmm. when we're looking at mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the finite workings of the inner ears, for example, there's a huge amount that we don't have access to. We actually can't test it. So mm. even though everything comes up normal, it doesn't mean everything's actually normal. You may have a little abnormality in there mm. that, that we just can't pick up on. However, mm. it is important mm. to know that the, the doctors are able to pick up the sinister stuff. So if it's going to be life-threatening, um, and I talk about this a lot with my clients, you know, if it was going to be some type of rare tumor or degenerative cerebellar condition in the brain, mm. they can pick that up. So we're not going to miss the important stuff. Yeah. But certainly the subtle workings of the ear, there could be something in there that, that is out of whack, you know, 
Mm. We have to address that at the physical level. It's not a psychological, you know, it's, yeah. So if anyone has dizziness now, you're not crazy. What you feel is real. Even if the tests say normal, you're still feeling it. Mm. It's important to really honour and address that. It's a reality. Yeah. And just like earlier today when I was dizzy and I was, I was like, I've done a lot of work on my body and, you know, and I, I think I told my doctor like maybe once it, you know, I've never had it where it's been so, so incredibly painful or bad or really discombobulating or really affected my life where I went to go see a specialist and see what happened. But I remember it was kind of just like a flyby form. It was like, well, if it's not really a big thing. And then today it happened and I was like, interesting. And I'm, (laughs) I am excited to really learn from you and to dive in deeper. So I'd love if you could share with us just like a little glimpse of you know, uh, of how you work with someone of a practice that you may give them a training or something. So people that are watching this can kind of say, Oh, okay. Like I just want to get a little taste of what you do. So if there's anything you can give us, um, I'd love to hear. Yeah. Okay. Well, to put it into context, most of the clients I work with have some type of sensation in their body that they don't like. Mm. So we talk about having an inner world and this is the inner experience. It's where you have all of your feelings and sensations, whether it be the sun touching your skin, whether it be joy and gratitude or anger and frustration. It's your thoughts, it's your ideas, it's your creativity, all of that inner stuff no Mm. other human has access to. It's a personal, private experience. People come to me because there's something in their inner world they don't like. They're like, I don't want this, get rid of it, right? Yeah. So they've got this sort of turmoil or chaos or unwanted experience happening inside of them that they can't run away from. Mm. And so what I help them to do is to actually pause and lean in. And so what we want to do is to create calm, to create clarity, to create presence within the chaos, within the disruption, within the vertigo, the tinnitus, the not feeling right. Mm. So uh, a huge part of it is identifying that it's there and, and not being afraid of it. Mm. But this idea that if my body is giving me this signal, it's supposed to be there. So how can we really honour it? Rather than get rid of it, how can we actually create space for it and say hello and welcome? I'm mm. listening. What have you got for me? Mm. So we can have a little practice now if you want. Do you want a little uh, demo? Yeah. Oh yeah, I would love that. And I love this approach too. Like my body just already feels calm and, and saying that I'm sure everybody that's watching this too, it just makes it so much better when you say, when you welcome versus push, it's just like, ah, like your body already calms down. That's great. So yeah, I'd love to. That's the fight, flight, freeze response versus the rest, digest, repair response. So the the sympathetic, Mm. parasympathetic nervous system. Mm. So if you're able to right now, please, like, you know, close your eyes, drop into your body. Mm. And if you're driving or something at the moment, then you can listen to the replay and do it at home. Yes, so, don't, don't do this while a motor vehicle, while driving at all. Yeah. So if you're in a safe and private place where you can close your eyes and drop into your body, I invite you to do that. And just take a moment to feel on a very physical level, feel your sensation of touch. Notice what your feet are touching, whether you're wearing shoes or bare feet. Connect with the floor beneath you. 
and let your hips and your sitting bones really connect with that sensation of pressure that you're being held by the chair. So really sink into that sense of being physically supported. And the first thing to do whenever you close your eyes and go into your inner world is just check on that very physical level, the real tangible level. Are you safe right now? I want you to check, you know, is there a tiger chasing you? Is there a flood? Is there a fire? Is there an immediate loved one, friend or family who requires your support right now at, at a very urgent level? Because they're things to address straight away. Get out, run, create safety. Safety is essential. And that's in the outer world that we all share. So once you recognize that you're in a position of safety on your chair, connected to the floor, allow yourself to be in your inner world. And just take a moment to really identify any form of steadiness, security, and support. So just feel into your body and feel that you're stable. Feel the ground holding you. Feel your shoulders resting above your hips. Feel the breath coming into and out of your body. And just see if you can gather evidence, gather sensations that right now in the present moment, you're supported, stable and safe. And for some people, you might not feel that yet. It might still be a bit like, ooh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. So I invite you to maybe just pop one hand on your chest. You can pop it up near the sternum bone. And maybe another hand, pop it on your belly and just really feel into your centre of gravity. Mm. And feel the warmth of your hands touching the body with the rise and fall of your breath. It's super natural and steady. Breathe at your own pace. Knowing that your body has it sorted. Your body knows what it's doing. And your body is totally able to heal and repair whatever it can at this point in time. So we don't need to micromanage the process. We just need to check that we're safe. And in this process, you'll notice you learn a lot about your body and you'll feel new signs and sensations. Some people might notice self-doubts popping up. Some people might notice new and strange sensations they weren't used to or have never noticed before. And this is all a part of studying yourself and getting to know what's going on in there. It's such a rich and amazing place. Mm. And so having this curiosity and compassion to be and to feel 
is a mm. daily practice and every mm. day you'll feel new things. Mm. So this process of sitting, pausing and checking in, you can do in a three-second moment. You mm. can do it over a space of five or ten minutes. You can certainly do it for 11 hours a day at a Vipassana retreat. Mm -hmm. the practice of actually checking okay am i safe right now but worried mm -hmm. about the future am i mm. safe right now but worried about the past that's a really important distinction mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so for those of you feel free to open your eyes or keep them closed whatever feels good for you but i think it's really nice to remind yourself that when you're in the present moment you can touch it right Mm -hmm. So right yeah. now, I can touch my hand here and it's real and present. Mm. I can't actually touch my hand in 10 minutes' time. I can't fast forward 10 minutes and poke that. Yeah. It's intangible. Same with the past. You know, I, I can't touch my hand as it was 10 minutes ago. Mm. Mm -hmm. When you feel on your skin cells in terms of what am, where am I right now, what am I connected to, can I feel my breath, my clothes, the furniture, the ground? It really gets you into that space of reality mm -hmm. and away from the confusion of futurizing or ruminating. Yeah. Mm. This is so beautiful. And I feel so calm. I'm sure everybody that's watching this too does. I feel like this sense of calm and connection to my body. And I also noticed a sense of when I was just sitting there is a sense of, a sense of connection to nature. Yeah, which was really interesting for me. And that might be a really, per like, everything is really a personalized experience. We also, we all have different experiences. And I really noticed my breath and my heart and what you were talking about, about it's going to work. You know, it's working on its own. I don't have to force it and go, okay, go heartbeat, 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 <laughs> you know, go do that. And it was so, and that was a really safe feeling for me. I yeah. really enjoyed that. And ultimately we are a part of nature. Mm. Yeah, we are a living, breathing part of Mother Earth. Yeah. Oh, I love that. that is I just wanted to yeah. say, for those of you who were listening and trying that, and, and sometimes, especially if you're going through a panic attack or an anxiety moment, mm. you can close mm. your eyes and sit in and then notice, oh, my God, I've got crazy thoughts everywhere. My heart is pounding out mm. here. My throat's closing over. My lips are dry. I want to vomit. And there's this panic response. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's normal. So when you stop and notice that, you go, wow, that's curious. I'm panicking right now. How fascinating. Okay, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to open up. I wonder how long it will last. So the, the panic moments will be nurtured by pausing and observing because you're mm. no longer worried about it. So it's still happening. We're not magically sort of removing it and creating calm. Yeah. We're inviting curiosity and compassion to the sensations so for any of you out there listening who are like oh my god i'm terrible at this i can't do it i failed yeah. not at all whatever you notice is real whatever you notice is perfect for you in that moment and this mm. process of having support and coaching to to practice the compassion yeah. and witnessing is like learning to play the piano you know it happens little by little day by day mm. sometimes we feel calm and relief and just this beautiful connection to our Mm -hmm. steadiness and our clarity yeah. other times we notice we're disjointed and we're anxious and it's mm -hmm. going through a hard patch and so then we have to call in our self-support recruits and we have to support that mm. so, you know mm -hmm. i think it's really important to normalize the whole spectrum of feeling it's not always calm the calm comes with practice and i think with honesty mm. 
Oh, yes. I love that. Honesty and curiosity. I really love those two words, especially when it comes to our body to just open it up to that curiosity of whatever is going on and saying, okay, I might not even like what's going on right now. This might not be so great feeling, but okay, why is this happening? Okay. I'm here in this moment. I'm safe. Especially in a busy, busy world. I know a lot of people are just like, I can't quiet my mind. There's so much going on and there's all those things. But just to take even just a moment every single day, especially when things are happening, if it's panic, if it's dizziness or whatever it is, just to take even three seconds just to be in that space. Yeah. And to give those brain filters what they need to function better again. Mm -hmm. They have a job and they actually know what to do. We have to give them permission to go and do it. Ah. So oh, it's this yeah. idea of recognizing chaos or recognizing the mind chatter, recognizing the disruption mm-hmm. and then settling it. Mm. And so I think it's, it's not about, I think there's a real illusion and misunderstanding. So my background actually is I have 18 years experience in yoga and mindfulness. And that was just mm. a beautiful journey. I began very young. And it complemented all the neuroscience and inner ear stuff I was doing in my master's. So I had this really lovely balance of East and West. Oh, yeah. And I noticed that people think that, you know, being Zen and being calm is all about clearing the mind, which it's not. It's Mm. not about removing anxiety. It's not about removing frustration. It's not about removing Mm. sadness or grief. And it's not about clearing the mind of chatter. It's about Mm. being able to sit back and look at it, you know. View your inner world, view your mind like it's the most amazing movie you've ever seen and just watch your body melt and connect Mm. because we're no longer fighting what we're seeing. We're witnessing it with awe. Mm. So I think if for those of you out there who think you have to remove your mind chatter, it's much more simple than that. Let it be there. It's automated anyway. You you can't change (laughs) automation. It's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. But what you can do is to change how you witness it, how you react to it, how you respond to it, how you use it. And mm. so a large part of my therapies is actually helping people gain those skills. Mm. And that's so important. And I think that's where I also get lost too. It's like, well, no, I need to just like remove it and let it go. Though I always remember whenever it comes to meditation, because I am one of those people that has like, my mind is like always in a constant go. And I think a lot of that is, a busy life, you know, everything from social media, always on, always doing things is, I don't know if I read this or someone told me, but they say, be an observer of your thoughts. Mm. Do not be trying to be in control of them or, you know, try to be like, okay, let go, let go, but be an observer of them. And when somebody told me that I had less guilt as well about meditation. Cause I was like, I'm just the world's worst like meditator over here because I'm just not getting it. And I don't understand how people are doing this. But when I learned to be an observer, that makes it so much more easier to oh. be the witness, uh, to be the witness. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much, Joey, for all your knowledge. And I love how you're really ba- like, especially that you're dealing in balance that you balance also the East and West, which I think is, so beautiful because there's great parts to both and for you to I mean that's such a unique thing that you bring is saying there's mindfulness and you're a yogi and (laughs) also say you're really into science I think is such a beautiful mold of both worlds so thank you so much for all this wisdom and knowledge and 
for everyone watching too, I'm going to be posting Joey's website and she also has some more awesome freebies. I think you have like six hours worth of beautiful freebies on your website, which are just amazing. So I highly suggest looking at them, going through a website, which I already told you earlier, so clean and so easy to go through. I really enjoyed, I was like on your website for a very long time the other day and mm -hmm. I'm probably still going to tonight. So check her out. She's just, you're just so amazing, which I'm sure everyone here has seen. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate it. Oh, and pleasure. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to leave the group with at all that any thoughts or statements or anything for them to kind of ponder at all? I know we covered a lot for yeah. this. Last hour. I think it would be trust your body. Mm. Your body is on your team. Mm. And if you feel confused or lost, find mm. the supports that you need to get you where you want to be. Oh, yeah. You don't need to do it alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so. such wise, wise <laughs> words. And those work in so many different instances for so many different things. So thank you so much, Joey. And so I will see all the rest of you soon. And like I said, I'm going to be posting all of Joey's information here in just a little bit. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye, everybody. All the best. <laughs>